It may be the most addictive toy in history, and it's definitely the hottest thing this Christmas. Nintendo video games. They first arrived from Japan uh, three years ago, and now millions of American kids are hooked and mesmerized. When they do stop to talk, it's in a language only they understand. I was born in 1983, a whiz kid. It all came to me very naturally. Used to bless the NES, one of the best. Mega Man Mario and Simon's Quest. Robocop, Double Dragon, Ninja Gaiden. Never figured out how to punch out Mike Tyson. Speed up to 89, just past the age of five. Had to reminisce, Sega Genesis, Sonic 1 and 2. Had the best music, saw the black console, it was 16-bit Michael Jackson's Moonwalker and Shadow Dancer Never had a game genie for this young master X-Men, Gunstar, Heroes, Streets of Rage Mastered all of them, time to change the page Hitting up the Take a Ride Podcast, I'm your host here, Starks You can find me on my Twitter handle, it's at Starks underscore industry You can also find me on Instagram, Jesus Christ Follower underscore I'm not here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. I have the wingman running the three, LT the Sage. How you doing today, brother? Doing good, doing good. I hope you guys are having a fine weekend and y'all staying safe out there. Uh, we're going to talk some, probably some fantasy, but mostly about uh, some games uh, for the finals, man. It's, 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 it's getting down to the, to the nitty gritty, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I mean, you know, knock, knock. Not who's there, Jimmy. Jim, Jimmy, who you know, <laughs> Jimmy Buckets got that right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing at first. You said knock, knock. I was like, I thought you were gonna just say it yourself, but no, yeah, exactly. Why I just you do that, yeah. I just, yeah, that was that was terrible. But we're just gonna keep that going. We got we got corny jokes here, here. <laughs> but uh, if you guys haven't, check out newlifefantasy.com. Uh, join the mailing list helps our you know site to continue to grow. Um, also, make sure you not just join the, the the site, obviously subscribing, but join the mailing list. We have a lot of fantasy football content that Jacob puts a lot of work on for the rankings, so that's beautiful. Uh, we got fantasy baseball, fantasy basketball, and, and the rankings is it's up and it's ready. Um, we also talk about the faith of Christ on the site because we want to invite you guys into that space because it's not all about sports; it's all about God as well. We just want to intertwine with everything. We just enjoy sports in particular and the faith of God. Um, make sure you guys sub zero that subscribe button on YouTube. And I understand that, you know, you guys listen more to the podcast, but, you know, still subscribe to that if you can. If you like to see me and LT most of the time on the videos to get entertainment, and you know, you can get it on YouTube. Um, and also, um, if you are interested in writing, let us know, get to us in, at a prompt time and we'll, you know, give it a, a quick look and see what we can, we can do for you. But like LT was saying, before we get this started, uh, we're just going to particularly start just not even start. We're just going to talk about the playoffs. I mean, it's, it's warranted that, and I know we've been busy, so I apologize. I haven't given you guys content as much as, you know, as I, I used to. Hopefully that changes because we're going to dive deeper into the Dynasty content because that's where you guys come in from. So it makes sense. Uh, so with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. LT, I'll pass you the ball on this, this finals championship. And before I pass you the ball, as I said before, and I'm probably going to still say it even when and if the, the Heat lose, I'm going to always say Heat in seven. But I will pass you the ball. LT, what's your thoughts on this series, man, and, and especially last night's game? Yeah, so, yeah, so 
First of all, First I want to talk, talk about um, the series overall. Um, it went pretty much so far. It's pretty much gone as I thought of gone. Um, you know, I think that you you really look at the teams. You look at the players on those teams, and uh, the three one was just pretty much where I thought. You know, I'm like, yeah, they're gonna take care of it. I think the I think the Lakers were wearing the the, the vaunted Kobe jerseys, um, and you know, I thought they were gonna try to you know take it from him but you know the thing is and i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best uh oh man i can't think of his name the done who uh, calls the games um but there's a bad man on the other side <laughs> and that is jimmy buckets and uh duncan hines <laughs> duncan hines yeah. you don't let's not forget duncan hines um if i show you this box score um right now uh what if i told you duncan hines had 26 points what if I told you that? You would would you believe me? Probably not. He he had two less points than Anthony Davis. Oh. Um so when you have a out a performance like that, um what if I told you Danny Green only had 8 points and if he and that he's he's shooting I think around 23% from the 3. Yeah. So my question and this is this is I'm going to pass this over to you Starks. Mm-hmm. Why did you give Danny why would you let Danny Green who only had eight points and KCP who had 16 points and was actually playing better that game. Take that last shot starts go. Uh, it's because Danny green had the open shot. You know, LeBron made the, the right play to give it to the open person at the time. And, you know, sometimes even when you're shooting bad, you, you could still hope that someone can clutch it up. Like he was big shot, Bob. And unfortunately he didn't, man. Do you think they? You think that play was just Danny Green was open, or do you think that I, based on how I've been hearing it, it sounds like that was the play. Um, yeah. It sounds like they made it so that Danny Green would be open to really? take that shot. That's what it sounds like. Uh, the way that LeBron was talking in his inter, uh, Lakeham interview was like, you know, I trust him. We, you know, we trust him to make that shot. Um, so I wonder if they, cause they brought Danny green in just for that play. I remember them talking about it. Um, and they said that they're, they're making a substitution. They took, I think they took Caruso out and they brought Danny green in just, just for this last, last game play. And, um, I, I, you know, this is my thing Starks. And I know a lot of people are talking about LeBron James should have took the last shot, blah, blah, blah. A lot of these people are just LeBron James haters. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, you know, there, there's no reason for him to take that that shot being double teamed. There's literally no reason to do that, um, especially when Danny Green is wide open. This is this is a pro. This is professional basketball. These guys are all pros. That is what he's paid 15 mil to do is to make that shot. Danny Green is so. Um, I, I have nothing against what happened. The only thing I have against what happened. Um, is um, just, uh, I feel like, did I don't know if I remember or not, and I don't want to misremember, mm-hmm. but Jimmy Buckets, man, just taking it to the cup over and over and over again on the Lakers' interior defense, it just seems very weird that, you know, they didn't, you know, they weren't expecting that. But I know everybody was tired. Anthony Davis got a little hurt. It looks like he was a little little ouchy mm-hmm. near the end of the game. Um, even, and he, he got that, you know, that kind of that rebound and got it back in, but, um, their defense late in the game was, was, was not good (laughs) against what seemed to be a zero fueled (laughs) Jimmy Butler with probably no energy. He looked gassed, Starks. He looked absolutely gassed. And I just, it's just, 
surprising to me that they didn't, you know, put some type of, you know, something in place to stop him. But Starks, what do you think about that? Kind of those the, the last two minutes of that game. It's funny you mentioned the last two minutes because Jimmy Butler, I was telling my dad, like, yo, the last two, it was someone else. I don't know if it was you. And, and I know we spoke about it a little bit, but it was mm. someone else. Yeah, it was actually uh, Troy, the, the original. Oh, nice. one that um, I was like, man, he, he thought Jimmy Butler hit a clutch shot. I was like, man, Jimmy Butler was clutch the last two minutes of the game, bro. Like, I, I, I haven't really seen, like, he wasn't missing anything. Only thing he missed is when he got to the foul line. But you can't count that. That's not a missed shot because yeah. he got to the foul line. And he made all of his foul shots. Like like you said, LT, that man was gassed. Um, you know, when he got fouled, one of the, in closing, in one of the, I don't know, it was minute or 30 seconds left in one of the times, mm. you seen him against the, the rail, like, leaned up. That dude, like you said, he was super gassed, man. But like you said, another thing that sticks out is like, could y'all not play inter- interior defense like you said? I just like kind of cons- like, but I think what the issue was like you said, Duncan Hines, which is also Duncan Robinson for those that don't know, um, is they were they were scared. Like <laughs> it was funny, Duncan Hines was hitting like everything, every snipe that was there for him, and they probably like they probably got scared of it because all if Jimmy would have came in, which he kept doing, he probably could have just kicked it out, and that's probably what they were afraid of because Hines was hitting them. He like he was ready and he was hitting them like that's how Danny Green was supposed to hit those shots. But, you know, we, we won't, sure, I won't sure. I won't bust him up anymore. But, but yeah, Duncan Hines, the, the beautiful thing about the heat. And this is why I thought originally this, this series would go seven. And I know I'm still going to say heat and seven, even when if when the heat lose, I'm going to still say heat and seven because the heat, unfortunately, the dragons out. But if they had the dragon. You yeah. just don't know who and who is going to perform next to Jimmy. And that's why I think that's why that's why I think they're such a special team because in any given night, one of those other players, just like you mentioned, LT Duncan had a hot game. Anybody else, like even Kendrick Nunn, started out hot in the first half. And then he stopped shooting. And your boy Tyler Hero, he had an average game. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, any of those players can explode next to Jimmy, and that's why I think that they could beat the Lakers even still, but it's unfortunate because our, your boy, Bam Bam Bigelow out of bio, had a pedestrian game, but he's not healthy. He's not 100%. Let's just be honest. But the thing is, if he was 100% and if the Dragon was 100%, I still would have had the Heat, and I'm still going to pick them just because you just don't know who's going to do good. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Butler, you can you can add on to that. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more on this. Yeah, just to say, um, Bam out of bio. As far as he's concerned, just the fact that he was able to come back, um, he definitely gives him a little bit more of an interior presence. Oh, um, still oh go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Also, they you know mentioned when he's on the court on the plus minus rating, that also enhances Duncan Hines because your boy. He's good. In, he's a big man, but he can assist well. He sees the shooters too. But I'll pass you back the ball. I had to say that real quick. No, no, absolutely. I was just about to mention. Um, he he. Th- that team is just better with Bam on the on 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 the court, and it shows. And it shows with some of these games. Once he got back, um, they were able to get one without him, and then that gave them the ability to get Bam back. They were able to get this one in. Maybe the dragon can can come back on Sunday. It's one of those things where I keep thinking in my head, like Butler's just trying to like buy time. You know, it seems like he's like, we got to win, you know, some of these games, get our guys back, you know, you know, in some capacity. Um, and you got to think, look at down here, Kelly Olenek. He had a really good game the other day and yeah. uh, he had zero points, zero time. Didn't even play. So exactly. it, 
So it's it's crazy. It's like you, you can get sliced up by uh, Kelly Olynyk one game, and then he dive. You don't even see him on the court the next, Please. and you're getting sliced up by Kendrick Nunn. Uh, Duncan Robinson is out there going hard, and this is anytime you have a game like this, it's a lot of times you'll play your top six players no matter what, mm-hmm. um, and they they all played crazy minutes. Forty seven from Butler. Um, no one else hit forty, but Jay Crowder was next. Um, and, and, and they played hard, they play hard. And, you know, the thing about this heat team, um, is that you can't question their heart. You know, sometimes you'll see teams and you'll see other, you know, like teams on the other end, you know, you think about, um, the bucks, um, watching the bucks play, you'll, you'll, you'll think about, I mean, I mean, they were against this heat team, but just the bucks, or you'll think about looking at, um, this, the Clippers, you know, the Clippers on the Western conference side. And you look at them, you're like, man, they're good, but they have no heart. And mm-hmm. you could just tell. You could tell they're just playing off of ego, off of whatever skills or whatever roster they built up. You can tell this Heat team, they've been growing together all season. They they trust each other. They care about each other. It's crazy how you could tell that by the game of basketball, but you can. And and this team is, a, a you know, a testament to that. Even the Lakers at some time, um, seem like they're more, you know, LeBron AD and then the the rest of them. Um, yeah. And uh, you can see that. You can tell that. And uh, with the Heat, it's not like that. Even though Butler is probably the best player on the court, sometimes he doesn't look like the best player, you know, in stretches. It could be Duncan. It could be Tyler Hero. Um, sometimes Bam Adebayo with his playmaking looks like maybe the best player on the court. And um, it, it's I love to see it. I love to see it. And if they can beat the Lakers – it might bring back the olden days of just a solid, good, quality team. A team that I think about back in the day like that is like the Jazz. And even though the Jazz, I, listen, I get it. You're always going to have your top two players, your top one or two players. But to me, the Jeff Hornacek's, um, the Brian Russell's, um, you know, all those other guys were just really good, and they seemed to play together. They just ran against maybe, you know, probably the best player of all time, but uh, multiple times, but um, Starks. Uh, I'm going to pass the rock over to you. I'm going to ask you a question, man. Should LeBron have just did a Kobe turnaround backwards jumper for that game winner, man? Yeah, I mean, he he might as well, right? I mean, <laughs> we, we, we we also need to speak about this because just in case we f- somehow forgot because I almost forgot. Who is Is it Markeith or is it yeah. Marcus Morris? Hey, it doesn't matter. It was one of the Morris just, twins. It was just, it's just a Morris. Hey, <laughs> Morris, <laughs> you choked big time. Like, yo, who was you throwing it to, man? Like, oh, man. Like, LeBron was wide open. I was about to say, you know, I mean, I get it. We can see that. But yeah. even when the play was happening, I'm like, <laughs> man, my boy LeBron is ready. He had the opportunity to take a game-winning shot. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't give it to him. So that's that's why I give LeBron a pass. He made the correct basketball IQ play. Mm-hmm. Then, then they get the offensive rebound. <laughs> and he and, and my man throws it out of balance instead of giving it to him where he could have probably maybe made a made a game winning shot. They had plenty of time. Um so yeah, that was that was that but, was awful, man. But I was also gonna say, like, you made a great point. Like any given night, Kelly Olenek, he's a good player and he didn't get any minutes. None. That's why Kendrick Nunn wasn't getting any minutes. I mean, that's only because the Dragons have been out. Mm-hmm. This is the Heat team to me is just a solid, as LT was saying, a solid core team. It is ran by Jimmy Butler and Hart. Like this Hart 
is real. And Ke- uh, uh, Spolstra, like, you got to give him credit. Pat Riley, you got to just give this organization credit. You know, it's, it's, it's all together. And Jimmy, like, I, I, I'll tell you this, man. We know Jimmy Butler has heart, but I just love this guy's interviews, man. Mm-hmm. He said there's two more. He's not thinking about going home. He's not thinking about it at all. Mm-hmm. And if even if they lose a series, he's going to still be thinking like next year, we got this next year. Because they're going to, the most likely is this, the Heat, there's going to be some players that it's going to be in the free agency. The Heat, I guarantee you, they're going to get a superstar. There's no it's, ands, or buts about it because they're going to have the salary cap sometime. I think it's either the end of next year, but either way, they're going to land a superstar. And let me just kind of transition well, actually, before I transition, because there's a there's a rumor, and I, I'm going to ask you about this. And actually, I'll just stop messing around. I'll, I'll ask you about this rumor, or tell you about this rumor now. And actually, this is towards the Bucks, so um, yep. that doesn't make sense. Did you hear that rumor about the Bucks? Is it about uh, Giannis? Uh, it's about actually. Well, yeah, he could go to the Heat, but what I'm hearing is Harden. There's there's rumors that Harden could go to the Bucks, which would be interesting. I yeah, hear about. The- yeah. I didn't hear about those. Harden that, that to the like, Bucks. That's like, yeah, that's like fresh like rumor though. What rumors have you had? You, you heard about Greek Freak maybe to the Heat or something? Well, yeah, not. It, I've heard some um, that Giannis isn't happy, you know, with the Bucks. So there might be some trading going on. I've heard, you know, with everything going on now, the Heat need just, you know, they're thinking the Heat need one more piece, but they made it to the finals. So I don't know, you know, they, they made it to the finals. They they probably need to add something, but mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, they're talking about Giannis to there. There's a lot of Giannis, a lot of Giannis, maybe Giannis to the Blazers. Um, just a lot of Giannis, um, kind of leaving the Bucks because it's not working out. And I, you know, if you're back to back MVP, you expect to at least make it to the finals. So I get it. I don't, and I don't think I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think Giannis stays if unless they get a superstar. Mm-hmm. He's not staying. Yeah. Yeah. I know the rumor was Chris Paul going there, and now the rumor is Chris Paul going to New York Knicks. That's <laughs> yeah. Poor Chris Paul, man. I, I feel bad for him, man. He's, <laughs> he went to the – I mean, the Thunder were good this year, granted, but they're basically teams are just picking them up to try to get their – make their players better, basically, like a kind of like a coach-player position, yeah. but then he plays too. So it's they, they're just using them for that. But, nah, uh, Chris Paul to the Bucks doesn't – matter i don't i don't know if that does anything for them yeah but we we've talked about the roster of the bucks man you know if you're giving if george hill is your six man getting all those minutes then there's an issue there right yeah chris paul just makes you older chris, doesn't really not, does, <laughs> not chris paul but uh a six man of uh george george hill curious george hill if you're getting that yeah. six man minutes from him from the bucks then Giannis sh- should want to be out of the Bucks. Let's take it a superstar. Yeah, they're all old. It's like a one of the <laughs> oldest teams other than Giannis in the league. And it's like these dudes are ancient. You got all these past fantasy like guys are on there. Like we we make we make jokes, but Wesley Snipes, you got yeah. um, you know, uh Drew uh, Bledsoe. Drew yeah, Drew 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 Bledsoe, uh <laughs> Drew Barrymore, uh whatever his name is. Um and you, you <laughs> You got all these people that just used to be like fantasy gold and they're like just sitting there at, at bronze level on the Bucks, and Giannis is supposed to like do something with them. And I guess maybe we are all on a basketball level have put too much stock in the Middleton. Um, you know, that, that may be just the way it is. Uh, he may be a, you know, he may be a, a, a nice piece, um, but he may not be the second piece. Maybe. Um I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I believe in Middleton. I like Middleton, but I don't want to say that yet 
Uh, we'll see what he does next year um, if they stay together. But um, I think people were expecting more out of Middleton, man. So in this in this series in the Heat, going back to the Heat and Lakers mm-hmm. series, I'm assuming um, you you have the Lakers winning the next game. In my heart, in my soul, I want Miami to win. Okay. My so you- my my basketball acumen though. Mm-hmm. It's telling me that the Lakers are definitely going to win one of the next two games. One of the next two. Now it's a series, a best of two series. They're going to win one of these games. Okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. I mean, it's still going to be Heat and seven to me. If the Heat wins this game, it's over. Do not let the Heat win this game. Don't do that, Lakers. But, but the, I, I, obviously, it was clear that the Lakers was trying to win this game. That was, this was a really good game. It was. I just wanted at least one more game, you know, going into Sunday. And yeah. if they can't pull it off, I'd be satisfied. But they, at least they got two games. Because let me ask you this. It, it seems like the Lakers – oh, yeah, I got to mention this too before I forget. They've only lost one game to each, like, series they played, right, except for this series? Is mm-hmm. that true? Yeah, that's we can take a look too. Um, I'm also going to say as you're looking, I'm going to, you know, be honest like to, to the commentators that hate, obviously, on LeBron. There's a lot of hate on LeBron. They were like, oh, LeBron, you know, Lakers had the easiest path. I'm just going to say this. Like, no, he really didn't. And the reason why I say that, like, look at the situation. It's the pandemic. You know, they all the players had to go through this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were like, oh, well, Golden State didn't play. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Yes, they didn't play. But what I really don't want to hear is this. Don't. I, it doesn't matter. The Clippers choked. This is the Clippers' fault. If you want to say the Lakers had an easy path, no, they just did what they were supposed to do. The Clippers choked. That ain't it. Ain't the Lakers' fault. You got to take it for what it is. Could the Clippers? They would have been favored to beat the Lakers, in my understanding too. I mean, but mm-hmm. that's this is what happened. This is what happened. You got to take it for what it is. You know, uh, Paul George, or they like to call him George Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Why Leonard laid a fat egg on the last game? Sweet Lou, I think they call him Lemon Pepper Lou. They they just took that L bad. They all took it. They took it bad. The Joker gave it to him. Honestly, um, we know Jamal Murray. He really took it to him. And if you want to blame anybody, it's the Clippers. You can't you can't say all oh, LeBron just had this easy path. I I don't want to hear it. And if they, if he wins, he gets another championship. People are going to hate and they're going to have excuses for him. But I just want to at least say that LT before I forgot. No, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, the Clippers. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't get it, man. I'm not too sure. I get it why they are uh, not getting more flack. Um, but I guess the you know the, I guess I would be adding insult to injury. They already lost Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is now. I know that's something that we haven't pulled up. Is on the 76ers, I believe. I want to make sure. Yeah, 76ers. Um, so he's like, I'm out of the West. <laughs> Doc said, I am tired. Let me get back over to the East side. Uh, so he's a whack on the East. Um, and uh, yeah, this is um, yeah, Clippers, man. That's another organization where I feel like, uh, you know, everywhere Paul George goes, it just seems to crumble, man. And um, that, that, that I'm, it's, it's just, I'm being honest. It's like they give Paul George all this money and it's he's done nothing at a high level. Yes, he's he's great in the regular season. He's a great player, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But he you know, he hasn't done he hasn't proven 
that he's able to do anything on his own. And that is the problem with Paul George, um, because even back in the day, man, Danny Granger, right? Danger Granger uh, was the guy. Um, and um, I don't even remember any time Paul George has been able to be the guy or uh, he's clutched up and cut in some games. But like when it matters most, man, that is what you pay these stars for. And Paul Playoff. George disappears. Man. Playoff P, man. I don't know why he ever took that name, man. Man, he playoff P, like what? <laughs> That's, he get, you know what? That's what happens, man. When you're feeling yourself, when you have that pride <laughs> juice in you, and then you, you go and you start calling yourself playoff P, uh, <laughs> like you, you deserve all the hate because it's like no one's ever called you that A. And B, you. Where is playoff P? <laughs> we ain't, he ain't here. And it was like pandemic P. He got that one. <laughs> pandemic P. That one was coming up, man. Like, oh, man. Like, he walked right into all of it. And I'm like, man, George, like, you, you just be quiet, stay humble, you know, and just try to win games, man. And you, you won't have to worry about all that extra stuff. Um, but, yeah, man, um, one thing I want to say about this series is that if the Dragon can come back, I almost, I almost don't know because he, you know, the, that that injury does put people out usually for, you know, yeah, a couple weeks. I wouldn't want him to, I mean, come back and then re-aggravate it and uh, kind of do a Clay Thompson style. Um, so I don't, I, you know, I don't want that. But I almost want to say that in in order for them to win, they need, they may need Dragon. Maybe Butler can get one more out of them. Maybe Tyler Hero can play Hero Ball again and get a big game in the, in, in Game Six here. Um, and then maybe uh, the dragon can come back for the final game, but uh, I almost feel like they need the dragon to to, to cap yeah. this off, and it, it just feels that way. You know, it feels like they need to be full power, their full arsenal array of of, of characters here uh, to get them. Uh, but I can tell you what, I can tell you what, Starks, and this is something that people don't realize, but um, trust and emotion and locker room vibes is. Uh, can change the series. And mm -hmm. Danny Green missing that shot, Morris choking right there. I bet you the atmosphere is a lot different in that Lake in that Lakers uh locker room. It, it now Danny Green is a um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh you know, he he's been around the league for a while. So it's not like, you know, we're talking about some youngin, but um yeah. this is probably gonna hurt his confidence. He's already wasn't shooting well, doing well. Morris, man, he's gonna second guess now all of his decision making. Um, you can't you can't throw the ball to uh, <laughs> can't throw the ball to those uh, the stands um, in the <laughs> final final play of the game to win it all. Like this isn't this isn't like a joke. This is that play was to win it all, and you mm -hmm. didn't even get it to anybody. Um, I almost don't like Morris's play more than Danny Green missing the shot. At least Danny Green took the shot. Yeah, he yeah. missed it, but I mean, you miss it's a miss and make league. Um, Morris didn't make any type of basketball play. He just looked, he just, <laughs> he choked. <laughs> he got scared. He, he felt the pressure and he choked. And uh, that's all that happened, man. And uh, that's, that's just the way it is. But I think this may affect the, hopefully this doesn't, we'll see if this affects the Lakers in the next game. Uh, but man, they, they, they gotta, they, hopefully the Miami can uh, come back. I want Miami to win Starks. I really do. Same, <clears throat> Same here. Um, it's it's funny because I will say this though, the Heat can play better, and this is what I love also about Jimmy Butler at the end of the game because it, it, what he spoke was true. He was like, Danny Green just missed a shot. 
he you know he was he was kind of like he, he wasn't scared but he said he's like he just missed a shot mm-hmm. and he said we could have played better and that's true that he could have played better because they that last stretch they played i mean they jimmy butler was hot the last two minutes but they were up by like 10 at one point nine or 10 and in, in like closing minutes and then the lakers went on a run and he was like yeah this is a league you know jimmy was like this is a league full of runs and he said we could have rebound better and it was true because it, it the the clutch moments the Lakers would get second chance baskets, man. Mm-hmm. And obviously you, they got bigger trees there, so it's hard. But they know that they could play better. And even Heat, or for Jimmy to say that, although they won, that just speaks value, right? Just in particular, the, the mindset of this man. And that you don't get that. You don't get too much heart from players too much in this league. I'm not. That's not to um, deflate any other players to say they don't have heart. But Jimmy Butler is to me, an old school NBA player. Mm-hmm. You need you need players like that. Um, but one guy I want to, obviously, you know, as LT loves Hero, and I'm, I'm a, a Nun guy, but I like, you know, I like Hero too. Nun, I'm going to be honest with you, he could have played better. Like, he plays, he played tentative a little bit. I know he, he scored. He did good this game. Mm-hmm. But this man can really score. He can fill up the buckets. I know he's a, he seems like a short dude out there, but he can really fill the basket. And I think he should. And Jimmy said he just needs, he said, "Take." He said, "Take the shots, whether you're open or not, because he he's another scorer." And Tyler Hero, we need we need you. We're gonna need you, man. Like this is real. You you had a uh, a pedestrian game, but the thing is, but we, we can't put that pressure on you because you, we got used to it in the playoffs. Like you were exploding, you know, time in and time out. But that is the beautiful thing about the Heat. It's just the solid role players, and then the person that explodes, just like we were talking about, Duncan Robinson. Um, but I will also say this, the Lakers, you know, transitioning to them, your boy Rondo, this is the first time I've ever seen him miss all of his three-point shots because just like you were saying, LT, seems like he makes everything. It's weird. He was 0 for 3 at the snipe line. He was 1 for 7, I believe, this game. He had a really bad game. They're going to need a role player to step up. You know, I'll be honest with you, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, I mean, you can you can hang on that hat as long as you want. But someone else, like Pope, had a decent game for sure. He was a little inefficient, but that was their third, you know, highest score. Oh, I'm going to come after you, Kuz. The Kuz, the Kuz, you suck. You suck, bro. And I'm going to be honest, like, I, I, as you guys know, I can't, I don't like you. I don't like you. I don't like you, Kuz. You're just not that good. He's going to watch. I guarantee you, LT, as I continue to say this dude sucks, he's going to be good in fantasy in, in, in a year or so. Like, that's what happens because I called. Uh, your boy, Brandon Ingram, I called him a, a scrub. Uh, I called Wiggins a scrub. I called Jalen Brown a scrub. And they look, they're they're good now. I'm calling you, Kuz, you're a scrub also. You're a scrub also. The way you play, you're like one-dimensional, man. You're so, you're so okay, when you're called a scorer, that's what you're supposed to do. He's an inconsistent scorer. That's why I always, me and LT talked about, I was like, look at the Lakers roster. They're filled <laughs> with like inconsistent roster or inconsistent shooters that are considered scores like KCP. Yeah. He had a pretty good game, but there's a lot of times he's inconsistent and he's supposedly a scorer. Same with Morris inconsistent score, but he's can, he's supposedly a scorer. The coups, the same way you're supposed to be a scorer. Last time I checked, you was what? Three for 10. You missed all your snipes too. all your snipes. And these snipes were wide open LT because we know, LeBron draws all the attention. We know the brow draws all the attention. All you got to do is kick out the ball to the shooter. You make the shot. It's that simple. That is your job. That is your job. At least make 
you're supposed to be what at least making 35 percent of the snipe shots you made none you made none rondo you made none and it's funny to even consider rondo a sniper now like what i'll pass you the ball too <laughs> well said well said um, I just wanted to point out some to our listeners, some stats here. Um, as Starks was staying, Kuzma 0 for 4 from 3. Rajay Rondo, Rajay, Rajan Rondo 0 for 3. Um, uh, Markeith Morris 0 for 2. Um, <laughs> uh, Kyle Kuzma was a negative 17 plus minus on yeah. the on on the uh, scoring table here. So while Kuzma was out there, they were getting ramshacked, and that's the backup, and that's the second unit that was coming in. LeBron James and Anthony Davis can't take any time off. They can't. They they have to be on the court at least one of them at all times, um, or 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 the team is uh, is is host. And, and I, you know what, Starks? I'm starting to think this might be LeBron James's best teammate that he's ever played with, yeah. Um, yeah. individual. But it's mm-hmm. definitely not the best team he's played definitely. with. Uh, definitely not. So I think that Anthony Davis covers up a lot of. And deficiencies and you know that's the problem with having two you know perennial all like all-time great players on your team everyone else just looks pedestrian <laughs> compared to LeBron and Ant. I, I mean I'm looking at them play and I'm like I, I almost I, I, uh, <laughs> Kuzma Ku, not Kuzma um, who is it yeah Markeith Morris he played 22 minutes Shot zero for two, zero for, and though both were threes. One offensive rebound, one and that offensive rebound was the one where he, he got it and threw it into the abyss. Then one <laughs> rebound and then three turnovers. Starks, I can do that. <laughs> I can go out there and do that. Starks, give me a contract, Lakers. I, I, I bet your bottom's dollar I get the ball over LeBron at the end of the game because that's exactly who I'm going to be looking for. Yeah. Hey, I ain't going to be looking for nobody else. He was looking at AD. Why are you looking at AD? So you do a post move? I'm just like, what? I'm like, why are you even trying to pass it to AD? Anyways, there's so many things wrong with that Morris play. Um, but, uh, I could do that, Stark. So you got that. You got Dwight Howard, played 15 minutes, two points, only shot once. Now, he did hit both of his free throws, which is weird. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, you got Dwight Howard out here looking like getting destroyed, it looks like. Um, and, uh, you know, Danny Green, in his defense, he missed the shots that count. But in his defense, he was he did have the, the highest plus minus on the team. So when Danny Green was out there, the Lakers were playing their best basketball. So um, that's just something to keep in mind. I don't blame Danny Green for the game. I, I really just blame uh, their defense. Um, that's Because you when a coach starts looking at the game tape, you're like, okay, what put us in the position where we had to lean on a Danny Green three? And it was that their interior defense on multiple plays before could not stop Butler or provide adequate defense where they didn't have to foul. Um, and you know, when you're tired, you, you know, it, it's hard to do that. So I think that also played a factor. Everybody was tired out there. I'm sure they were. Um, but yeah, Starks, um, my biggest thing for the next game is can I, you know, Pope never can do it two games in a row. Can <laughs> someone else step up big for Anthony Davis and LeBron James? Cause we know someone will for the heat. They always do. It's always consistent. Can someone else really step up, put on a high tier performance um, in order to help those guys be great? And um, I wonder if that's going to happen. I don't know. 
I think someone will. Um, it, it could be your boy Rondo, but I also want to say, like, to pivot on Jimmy Butler, like, we can't expect him to put these high yeah. performance. And I don't want the media to come hard at him if he has a bad game because, like, he's realistically doing – he's, like, having a career, like, games in the playoffs, in the finals. He he was – we know Jimmy Butler has always been good, solid, superstar, but he's putting up crazy stats. And this is hard to sustain, even in the championship. Like, we know LeBron, this like you said, this is, like, his probably his best, like, games in the finals. We But I to be honest, it feels more real, like – like LeBron can probably sustain it because he's what been in the finals what ten years is that right something mm-hmm. like that? ten straight yeah and uh no nah, not ten straight that's ten right years. last year last year he didn't make it that's right but yeah though. but ten years though yeah, ten um years. I just I don't I just don't think it's sustainable for Jimmy do do I believe he could could it be yes but I don't the, the likelihood of him doing it no but like we were saying we like you said you know that you're going to get consistency from someone in the Heat. But I hope, you know, someone else – we need – we need hopefully Bam Adebayo's just a little bit more healthier this game because he's going to need to take some of the load off of Jimmy. Like someone else has got to help Jimmy, man. And I know that the team can help collectively, but some players has to like – Tyler Hero has to take it to that, that gear, you know. Duncan, like Duncan Robinson, you can't expect another game like this from him. They're right? not going to let him. They are not going to let him shoot seven for 13 from three next game. You can you can bet your bottoms dollar <laughs> that they are not going to let Duncan do what he did tonight. And that's why it's so important, like you stated, for all the other players to come in because they're going to be um, flashing towards Duncan a lot harder. That means that other people are going to be open. And um, that gives Hero. I think Hero is going to be key for this next game, Stark. So that's my uh, prediction here is that Tyler Hero is going to be big. He has to be big. He has to play big. He has to hit shots. He has to um, – he kind of – I'm not going to say that he kind of uh, withered away in the fourth, uh, but he was definitely less of a, of a, of a factor in that fourth quarter. Um, and I think that um, Butler really carried them in that end. I think Bam out of bio, there was one play – um, the you know everybody was talking about how tired everyone was. As soon as they come out to play, Bam out of bio like runs into the runs into the uh, paint and does this weird floater like without passing the ball once. And I'm just like, yeah, this isn't looking good. And then Butler proceeds to like score like I don't know ten. I don't even know how many points in a row. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I think Tyler Hero is the key. Um, I think that Kendrick Nunn needs to continue to play well um, in order for them to carry to carry them early game. And um, get 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 some other guys out there, man. Throw some different. Ooh, go ahead. Okay, good. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, hopefully, some of these other guys play some, get some more bodies at the Lakers. Throw some more bodies at them. Come on, man. Get Solomon Grundy out there. Um, <laughs> let let, <laughs> let let him sing a song. Um, Udonis Haslam, man. I know he's the oldest on there. Nah, don't bring Udonis out there. He doesn't want to smoke. You got you got some. You got Derek Jones Jr. Throw him out there. Just throw some more bodies out there in order to allow, um, you know, some of your players to get some rest, especially Jimmy Buckets. Um, maybe he plays the whole fourth quarter. That's fine. But yeah. try to find some time for him to rest before that. Um, now, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler might not let him give him rest, but he needs to be – man, he looked crippled coming out of that game last night. And he, he's going to need some rest, some relaxation, some time, and even on the court. They're going to need to give him some more time. So bring some other guys out there. Trust me, 
<laughs> Trust me. There's nothing to be scared of. Kuzma. The, the Lakers are bringing out Kuzma, Danny Green, uh, Alex Caruso, Markeith Morris, Quinn Cook, Jared Dudley. Trust me. You can bring out some of your, your lower-tier players because their guys are just uh, not bad or worse. Um, and so you're good, Miami. Give Bucket some more energy at the end of the game. And uh, let's, let's hopefully – beat the Lakers. Yeah, game seven is all what we all want, man. Yeah, and then I was going to say, like, <clears throat> Anthony Davis had a little alley. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be we're going to be monitoring that. If he, if he's hurt, like, legitimately, that's that that changes the whole series massively, instantly. Um, it is still, obviously the series is still favored the Lakers. Um, there was something else I was going to say. So I guess transitioning, mm-hmm. Okay, so transitioning, uh, this is a question that I, I definitely have for you, LT. Okay. In a dynasty format, I think we're going to pick Jason Tatum over Butler, but in a redraft, you taking Jimmy Butler or Jason Tatum in a redraft? If the if the Heat don't add anybody, I would in a redraft league. If the Heat don't add anybody, if this is their team next year, um, then I would imagine Butler has uh, Butler has one more, one or two more, I feel like, uh, swan song years uh, per se for fantasy purposes mm-hmm. um, so yeah I would take Butler over um, over Jason Tatum but man I, I don't I feel like Jason Tatum has had some the, the, the Celtics have had some injuries and that's caused Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown to excel, you know, accelerate their pro, you know them getting acclimated to the league and everything else um, ah man I don't know man I'm thinking I you know what? I take it back. I I, I, would, I would still I would pick Jason Tatum still. Um, he's just he's just he's just he's just gonna be there. He's 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 next up. One of the, I, w- I would take Jason Tatum. That's a good. That's a good choice, man. Um, I would actually take Jason Tatum also in a mm. redraft. Yeah, I I I had to I had to like, you know what Butler did last night is just so fresh in my mind mm-hmm. that I, st- I was like, oh, I gotta go with Butler. But then I'm thinking like. He's not gonna do that. He's not gonna play forty-seven minutes in a regular se- in regular season games. You know, he's not gonna, you know, shoot nineteen times every game. You know, is that's not just I, this isn't Butler. This is what I want. I forgot to mention this. I wanted to tell you, Starks. This mm-hmm. style of play is not what we're used to with Butler. I mean, I know we he can score. I know he has the ability, but he's mm-hmm. more of a grinder. Not, not only is he grinding five steals, eleven assists, twelve rebounds, triple double. Um, but um, he he's also uh, being uh, assertive on the court. So uh, I, I just don't know if Butler will do that every every regular season game, um, put up these type of stats. I, I doubt it. So I'm, this was fresh in my mind. But thinking back now, Jason Tatum for sure. Gosh, yeah, this last game, five steals. Man. Five steals, man. One block, five, three, t- uh, only three turns. Man, crazy with all my, how much he had the ball. Only three turnovers, 11 assists, 12 rebounds, 12 for 12, Harden-esque free throw percentage, Harden-esque, 12 for 12, Um, and 11 for 19. He shot 57.9% from the field. He was, you know, that's why that right there is what I feel like, you know, a lot of people are going to talk about, you know, on the outside looking in, we're going to talk about the Danny Green shot. But I think that as a coach, um, looking at it as a coach, you took look at look at some of these field goal percentages. Duncan Robinson um, has fifty three percent. Kendrick Nunn, your boy, fifty four percent. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler, the main guy on the other team at 57.9%. Um, mm-hmm. you can't you can't have someone that that good have that high of a field goal percentage. You got to you got to do something better on defense and I'm sure that's what they're going to be talking about. Yeah, so this is different, you know, triple double like just and you know he doesn't even rely on a snipe. He hit a, a snipe last game too, just for measure. Mm-hmm. He's not. He doesn't rely on the three point sh- shot, and it's that's a beautiful thing. Now the reason why in a redraft that I would choose him or choose uh, Jason Tatum over Jimmy Butler, or is like the the popular saying Jimmy buckets, is because Jimmy Butler has only played one season all eighty two games, and that was back in two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen in Chicago. And this is when me and, you know, LT is accustomed to, he's a grinder. And I remember LT, I think you're, to be honest with you, you know, going back to the fantasy years in our career, you was the original Jimmy Butler guy, man. You picked him up and you used him exclusively. Yep. And I was like, I was like, man, Jimmy Butler's cool. But like, I just, I remember him going to the charity stripe a lot. It started to change, you know, mm-hmm. it's always a beautiful thing in fantasy. And I think this is important since, since we're transitioning into fantasy now. It's the the beautiful thing is when you pick up a player from the the frenzy or the waiver wire, whether you're playing on Yahoo, ESPN, or Fantrax. The beautiful thing is when you get a player that it's not it wasn't a fluke type of stat line, and you pick up that player, you add them onto your roster, and it's almost like you drafted this player, like superstar esque. That may have given you once you pick him up, he's giving you top fifty, and then some games top twenty five or inside value. You pick it up from the free agency. You didn't draft that. When you can add someone like that in your arsenal, whether you're in a redraft or dynasty format, that is a beautiful thing. It, it's, it is music to our ears. It's fantasy jams. It's beautiful. And like I said, I remember you picking him up in Chicago back in the day. And But here's the thing that, you know, going back to him and why I still take uh, Jason Tatum, though, getting off that tangent, um, is that, again, he only played 82 games that year. The second most... Uh, was 76 games, and that was 2016 and 17, and that's when he was still with Chicago. Every other year prior to, he has played, let me see, 67 games or less. 67 games or less. That's what the redraft GMs need to know that. Now, this year was different. He did play 78 games in Miami. Beautiful. But prior to that, since 2012, only played two games over 76 games. Mm. So if you take, let's see, one, two, three, four. So about six, about six, about uh, like six or seven games or six or seven seasons, he's played 60 or excuse me, 67 or less games. So that's what I'm saying. In those games, if you're in fantasy and redraft, and I've had him in a lot of leagues, when it came to the fantasy playoffs, he wasn't available. And that's what you have to look at. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be a continuous thing with him, but we have to understand, too, he's a little bit older. Not He's not an old dude, just like what LT said. He's still got like a few years left, strong Jimmy Butler. But I still measure a, a small amount of risk. And if you could check his age, LT. Yeah, but, that's what I was about to see here. Um, um, 1989. Oh, 31. 31. Okay, so that's still pretty good. Yeah. But, like, you know, the prime years in the NBA and in fantasy is about 20, between 26 and 30. He's passed, but it seems like he's at it. He's pretty much at his prime now. Right. But it seems like he, he was a late bloomer. But anyways, going back to the point, very great year for him in Miami. Um, 
but I'm still I'm going to take the younger talent of Jason Tatum just because I think I'm going to have Jason Tatum when it counts in the redraft in the playoffs. That's not to say Jimmy Butler is not going to be there, but I, I want to also look at track record. What's your thoughts and if you want to put any spins on this LT? Nah, you said it perfectly. Um, all of the above. Um, the other thing I wanted to uh, mention is that, you know, we know where Butler is, um, what he gives you, what he does. Jason Tatum is still growing. Um, he's still getting better. He is. I think Butler is the guy, but at the end of the day, I think next year, I think Hero um, will be the guy taking those shots at the end of the game. I think um, we'll see if that is how it progresses. It may take another year for Hero, but Jason Tatum is that guy. And uh, we realized this year that Kimba Walker regression, right? Um, oh. Gordon Hayward, ouchie all the time. Um, so there's a potential where Jason Tatum could have more of the pressure on him going forward. Don't know how that team's going to be constructed next year. J- uh, Gordon Hayward may get hurt. Um, Kimba Walker may continue to regress um, and uh, into a role player. And so the, all of those things and factors come into Jason Tatum and, and in my eyes, Jalen Brown having big years next year. And um, I think that's going to be exciting. I think Celtics are going to have exciting basketball. So for your fantasy team, Invest in those two guys, those two young guys, if you can get them. Um, but, yeah, Jimmy Buckets, um, he's a good pickup. There's nothing wrong with getting Jimmy Buckets instead of Jason Tatum in a redraft, depending on where you're you know, picking at and what's available. But if you can, definitely Jason Tatum. He has the higher potential, and he has the higher potential to give you three games in a week that can win you that week. Um, Jimmy Butler is just a solid role player on the on your fantasy squad. Um, because he'll give you these five steel games, just like the playoff game here. He'll give you like some 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 gritty rebound stats every now and then. Uh, but with Bam Adebayo on the Heat, the assists are going to be maybe lower than they have been in the past because Bam Adebayo is their surprisingly enough their main passer. Um, so yeah, um, I like man, I like the Celtics. Uh, I like the Celtics. I mean, the Jason Tatum next year more than Butler though for fantasy purposes for sure in both redraft and dynasty. Yeah, same here. Same here. So uh, before we get off this, I mean, we'll get to the clutch shots. Is there anything else that you want to say about this uh, series at all? No, um, I, I well, not. No, uh, I guess the <laughs> only thing I guess the only thing I want to say is that um, Tyler Hero, this is a mm-hmm. public broadcast announcement for you. Mm-hmm. It's time. It's time yeah. to rise up. This is your time. This is your game, Tyler Hero. I saw you last game. You, you shrunk a little bit, okay, honey. I shrunk the kids. You know, you, 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 you got to shrunk a little bit, okay. Um, it, 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 this game, I want you to come out the same, you know, the same way you came out um, in the other series um, against the Celtics at one game and came out and just put put that team on your back. So I want you, I want to see that again, um, Tyler Hero and um, I, Butler needs a game. Butler needs a game. If you guys can take it, take it over for Butler and win Sunday um, without Butler having to put in 47 minutes, mm-hmm. um, he will play. He, he, he will go all out for you guys in game seven, and that gives you the highest chance to win. So, yeah, it's going to have to be some of the other guys. And Tyler Hero, I'm pointing to you. But that's all I got to say, man. Nice. So, <clears throat> as you guys know, um, we're going to get more closer to the Dynasty content when the series is over. We're obviously going to have lasting impressions on it after the series is done. Um, yeah, so I guess the clutch shot I'm going to take here is 
Man, LT, you gave me the the classic Reaper Death Seal and I Fantasy Football. I knew, I knew this was gonna you come up, man. I knew this was gonna come up. This this guy, <laughs> I think it's I think it's payback because I I've hit you with some Reaper Death Seals. I think as yeah, well. Yeah, you've hit me with some just. Everything you've done to me, Starks, has like always been third party though. I feel like a lot of stuff that you've done is just doing like like trades that just don't like just destroy like me and you are like our teams are like super close together in basketball or or, or football, whatever it may be. And then all yeah. of a sudden you make a trade with like uh Monk Jarvis or some of these other uh, you know, uh cuts, uppercuts or somebody, and then all of a sudden your team's just like super better and it's like, oh, there goes our, our competition. <laughs> um but no um man that you know it's very unfortunate man i i you know it's funny i i, I had no intentions or ill will or i didn't even think that was gonna happen um and chubb i so if you don't just to say i traded chubb <laughs> i traded chubbs over to starks um and then he got hurt that last game man and uh we played against we each played other. against each other so Hey, you said it while we were trading. Like we probably shouldn't do this while we were while <laughs> while we play each other. We was like, ah, who cares? Um, and so, but yeah, man. Um, and the people he traded me did well, so that didn't yeah. help. It didn't. And it didn't help. Like if now, you know, if I look at it, if I really analyze it, I mean, I could do a quick analyzation on that trade. Is if you would have swapped the players back, if we didn't do the trade, I actually would have won that game. That's mm-hmm. how funny that is. That that's exactly what would have happened. Yeah. No, seriously. You would have beat me probably badly too. Uh, but that's that's the way it is in fantasy football. So no, he I <laughs> I gave him he got Tyler Boyd and uh Fowler. Well yeah, Will Fowler. Yeah. yeah. Nick Nick Foley, right? Or Mick Foley. I got <laughs> so he got them too, and I got Chubb and uh I guess what's the the, the freaking Dolphins running back? So oh Gaskin. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he blew a gasket. <laughs> He blew a gasket, all right. <laughs> oh man, he blew a gasket. Fantasy football, it's, it's been rough for me this season. Saquon Barkley, I mean, that's it's rough for everybody. Yeah. It's either it's funny in that league. I lost Saquon. I'm still winning, so um, that's a that's a, a blessing. But yeah, no, um, <sighs> fantasy football, man. You never can. You never know. You never know, man. Yeah, and then the Browns like they put up a lot of points against my Cowboys. They took they gave Cowboys a L. Um, if Chubb would have been playing, he would have been that running back getting two to three touchdowns. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like just based on what happened, exactly. Chubb probably you probably would have beat me because Chubb yeah, probably would have got two of those three touchdowns anyway. I think one was a pass out, may have been Kareem Hunt anyway, but no, but yeah, Chubb would have been out there just scorching them. And so I was just like, man, I was like. I, and it, it, we, it, it, for all of that to happen, it was so close. Our matchup got came up to uh, you were you're putting your stock in t- Todd Todd the girly whirly, and it, he, he just came up a little short for you. <laughs> oh man, girly sucks. I'll, I'll never drop that. Was, that was hey, it. but he he killed it for you though. He he, he did. You came into like four points of me, man. I almost man. I was like I was like man. Watch watch girly score another like. Man, I was scared, man. Oh, I bet. I was just gonna say, like, just I'm just saying, yeah, he had a really good game. I'm just saying the way he runs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's old. Yeah, it's yeah. He's 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 young. Isn't he young? Like he he can't be like he's he runs slow. Like I can't. I remember him having a little bit more spry to his step. Maybe I'm misremembering. Let me see his age real quick. So Ty Gurley's age. He's 26 years old. Yeah, he's. 
<laughs> he should still be. I don't know. He's twenty six. Is young, man. Like you, you. Okay. Yeah, he just turned twenty six too. Man. I mean, obviously, running back years. You want to be. Was it twenty six, twenty seven? That's like the latest, I think. Though I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you can. You can if you're if you're you know decent, you can make it a thirty. But yeah, I mean, he's still in. He's still in like his prime, I guess. So he's. He shouldn't be looking that slow, but maybe that's why he's been moving around teams lately. So, well, that's my clutch shot, LT. You have one, man. Um, no, I kind of did my clutch shot with Tyler Hero. That's what was going to be my clutch shot. So, yeah, no, no, t- no clutch shot, Tyler Hero. Um, you know, you got to do it, man. You got to do it. This is this is your time to shine. This is your time to cement your place in, in the league, and this is this is where you do it at. And uh, these big games. Um, next year, uh, Stark, just to say next year is going to be an interesting fantasy year. We got a lot of moving parts, a lot of moving pieces. I'm actually pretty excited for next year's fantasy. Um, cause we got so many different things, uh, that's gonna, that's coming around, man. So, uh, can't wait to start talking more, uh, next year fantasy with your brother. That's right. Yeah. You too. What was basketball going to start with December, right? Yep. Right back in. <laughs> Right back up. It's crazy, man. It's, they got a month off. I think the month of, you know, most of October and then November. And then I think December, we're, we're, we're right back into the new season with this with a similar timeline. I don't know how they're going to fix. I don't know how they're going to fix the, the timing of basketball now, because it, it almost is going to if they started up back in December, um, it's almost going to be a late, you know, running into football for sure um, next year. Um, so I wonder if it's going to end up being, uh, you know, instead of a spring sport, a summer sport going forward. I, I don't know. That's interesting. Right. So that's all we got for you guys here today. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, you guys can follow me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. Um, ask me any questions or, and, you know, fantasy football, basketball, baseball, or the faith of Christ. You can also find me on Instagram, Jesus Christ follower underscore i do a lot of the faith-based questions on there but you could do sports related questions shoot me at a message anytime and i'll get you uh, get to you at a prompt time and i'll pass you the ball lt where can they find you out there brother absolutely you guys can find me on twitter at sage network underscore um find me on twitter if you have any questions about anything i am doing a lot more live content i'm going live more um on my twitch you know facebook everywhere actually (laughs) um so come join if you have any questions about that. And uh, also on Instagram at Sage Network Live, I believe is the name of it. I got to try to remember that handle, Starks. But, um, oh. but yeah, um, just come hit me up and we can talk about fantasy, anything, anything that's on your mind, the faith, anything you want, man. I'm, I'm, I'm an open ear and um, an open mouth. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. Uh, over to you, Starks. <laughs> yeah. and let's move on (laughs) thank you guys so much for tuning in um just like i said just if you want to see some some different content as well let us know we might take it in consideration but with that being said you guys have a good evening morning afternoon and take a ride